Welcome to Recharting Your Life with Hope. I'm Hope Cook, creator and host. I'm a mom, physician assistant, writer, and life coach. Two years ago, I was feeling stuck, restless, overwhelmed, and I felt like I wasn't where I was supposed to be, but I had no idea what that even meant. And the crazy part is my life had turned out pretty awesome, at least on paper, but I couldn't figure out what was wrong or why I felt out of alignment. A series of books and podcasts and conversations changed my life and revealed my next journey one step at a time. My purpose right now is to help you wake up to your soul's purpose by sharing conversations with amazing women who've walked in your shoes. Keep listening and the answers to your next step will come, I promise. We're all here for a reason, and I'll help you figure out what that is so you don't have to waste another minute sleepwalking through your life. I definitely don't have it all figured out, so I'll also share the ups and downs of my own journey with you. Hey, I'm talking to you. Yeah, you, the lady listening to this podcast. I'm guessing that you're unhappy or stuck in one or more areas of your life. Is that true? Come on now. Be honest. If it's true, then you're not alone. We're all sort of there. That's why I want to do a free discovery call with you. It's not a huge big deal. You're not committed to anything, but I want to show you how life coaching works. So you'll schedule a free discovery call and it's at coachhopecook.com and we'll set a time and I'll talk to you about what life coaching is and then we'll do a little mini session. You don't have anything to lose and if you've been considering it, then take this as your sign. I look forward to talking to you. Hey, y'all. Today, we are not talking about recharting your life. We're talking about those days when you feel like doing anything but recharting your life. Maybe you are down in the dumps. Maybe you're premenstrual. Maybe you've just had an argument with somebody you love and you're just like, ugh, I don't feel like doing anything. Or work has been really bad lately and you just don't feel like doing anything. And on top of that, listening to podcasts like this maybe make you feel guilty. Um, Maybe you feel like you suck because you're not doing anything. You're not moving towards your dream or towards your purpose. You don't feel like you have a purpose. So this is your permission slip. This episode is what I want you to listen to when you feel like you don't, like you can't do anything. You're not just stuck. You're just immobilized and you don't want to do anything. You don't want anybody to motivate you to get up and do something. I had a day like that yesterday and sometimes I'll have a run of days like that. But yesterday I did a lot of shooting on myself because it was a gorgeous day, like sunny and the kids were at school. I had the whole house to myself and instead I just felt not even physically crappy. I didn't have a headache or anything. I just did not feel like doing anything. And so that is what this is is about. Sometimes it's not a bad thing. I don't know that it's ever a bad thing. I mean, maybe if you're sitting home and like drinking several days in a row, maybe that's bad. I don't know. It's your definition of bad. But sometimes we just need to rest. And if we push and push, then we're going to end up doing more harm than good, like an athlete who's exhausted. You know, you're going to get hurt if you don't, if you, if your body is telling you it's not a day to be training and moving forward and you do it anyway, that's when you're going to get hurt. 
but you may be thinking, I'm not an athlete. All I do is like, you know, schedule some Instagram posts or find time to take a class at the new Pilates studio, or I'm just going to work like nothing's changed. Why do I feel so exhausted? Maybe what it is, is that you're out of alignment. So I've talked about Martha Beck's book um, on alignment, and I can't think of the name of it right now. Oh, The Way of Integrity. Um, but out of alignment has to do with what your essential self wants. Okay, so do you know what essential self is? Some people call it your inner self, your, um, your true self. It is the you that was you before all the cultural and societal pressures got to you. So it's the you who would still be you if you were raised by parents in India. It's the you who is you, even if you had been uh, raised on the streets, like it, it's your deep core self. Um, so yeah, yet this happened to me. I was supposed to participate in a writing workshop yesterday on Zoom, and I made the decision when I was caffeinated, which I have learned is not a good idea. And it was one of those like $300 courses that it was on sale for $97 if I bought it in the next two hours. And they had this countdown clock. And so those clocks get me every time because I feel pressure. So I bought it and knew that I was probably not going to log in for at least half of it. But I told myself, well, I can watch the recordings later. So yesterday morning, I did not feel like logging into the conference. I mean, all I had to do was sit there, y'all. But no, I did not feel like doing it. Um, so instead of doing that, I'm scrolling on my phone. I'm answering work emails. I'm eating. Like that's a that's a clue when I'm out of alignment is that I do all this nervous like eating. You know, I'm not hungry, but I'm just in the kitchen eating. Um, and we talked in that other episode about how you often spend your time, your money, and your eating habits kind of the same way. So like I was wasting time on my phone, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. I was wasting calories by just eating, eating, eating. Um, and then, yeah, I was actually shopping on Amazon too. So I was wasting money too. So right now we're studying body analysis in my life coaching program. We're also doing dream analysis, y'all. So I would love to analyze some dreams um, I, I love doing it. So I'm not even going to charge you at first. Let's just analyze your dreams and see what's going on. But anyway, this is on body analysis and it is fascinating. So what you do is you look for clues, what's going on inside your body by watching um, like where you have discomfort or pain. And this is how your essential self is trying to sort of text you and tell you what's going on. Um, it's that deep knowing, you know, when people say like, I just knew deep down that something was wrong, or I felt it down to my core, or something just told me, or maybe they just have a deep sense of knowing what they should do in a, in a situation. Those are all your essential self and the essential self will try to get your attention and it'll do that through like uh, little urges and nudges and coincidences. And then if you don't listen, a lot of times the body gets involved and maybe you get a, a kink in your neck. Maybe you get um, a virus or something. I was talking to a friend speaking of viruses and she was telling me that she had COVID recently. 
And she said it was pretty rough. Like she was, you know, it was not a mild case. And then she paused and she said, but it was amazing. <laughs> and I knew what she was talking about before she even said it. I said, do you mean you got to rest? And she said, yes. And this is like, she gave herself a permission slip. And she said, she has not done this in years. She's raised kids. She's helped raise even some grandkids. And she has worked and worked and she never gives herself permission to rest. But she said she sent out messages to her kids, to her friends, like I have to rest. Do not contact me. Do not come over here. Her husband was instructed not to come in her bedroom. And she just had this deep rest that her body needed so badly. And she felt so much better, even though she'd been, you know, out with COVID for a while, she felt like a million dollars when she finally um, recovered from it. Um, I talked to another friend just today, and I was telling her what we were studying about the body analysis. And she started telling me about telling me about her chronic neck ache. And she's like, I don't need to, analyze. I said, do you want to do a body analysis? And she said, I don't need to analyze it. I know exactly when and where it started. And she started telling me about a stressful weekend um, months ago that just maxed her out. Like her emotional reserve that weekend was completely gone. Um, she said that it's like her neck is her compass and, and she overdid it emotionally that weekend and her neck she woke up and it was just completely out of whack and it does that periodically and that's her clue that she's doing too much or it's just too much stress so with the body analysis you become an observer of your pain or discomfort in your body and this is kind of how we do the dream analysis so you ask this sounds weird y'all but you ask the body part like what is your purpose like if it's pain, okay, we'll do migraines. Um, what is the purpose in, in, in your life? Are you here to help the client in any way? And do you have a message for the client? So you can do this with somebody else asking you the questions like me, or you can do it with writing. So years ago when I read um, one of, I think it was Finding Your Own North Star, it gave an example of this. And so I did it with my migraines. And what my hand wrote on the paper surprised me. So I asked the migraines, you know, what their purpose was. And even though you know you're writing it, it's just freaky because you will answer this question in a way that you might not if you were just talking to a friend. So it turns out my migraines um, appeared when I was around my daughter's age, like third or fourth grade, which incidentally happened to be when my mom had a baby, my little sister. And so I was no longer the baby in the family. I loved attention. I was no longer getting the attention that I craved. I don't think I made the migraines up, but I think they were there because of part of me. Um, I don't really know. So I, I don't know why chronic pain happens, but I do know that they allowed me to get like one-on-one -on -one time with my mom. And then later in PA school, they really flared up and I was overdoing it. I was overdoing the caffeine, the late nights, the stressful studying. I mean, I was one big ball of cortisol. So now when I have a migraine, I usually try to sit back and think, okay, what could it be telling me? And sometimes it's like, you know, you've drank too much wine last night, Hope, or you 
went five hours without eating. I mean, sometimes it's not anything earth shattering. It's just something for me to notice. Um, my best friend growing up would throw up whenever she was nervous or upset. And I think a lot of people thought she was like making her, not, not sticking her finger down her throat, but like kind of inducing the nausea on her own. But I don't think she was. I knew her so well that I could almost predict when she would throw up. Like if we had a big test at school or if we, um, if she got in trouble, you know, her parents scolded her a lot or there was friend drama or when her dog died. Um, I think her body was using this as a message to say it's just too much. So how does your body let you know when it's too much? Do you develop insomnia? Do you get sick? Do you have any kind of recurrent body issues? So I want to acknowledge you're not making this up. You're not making these things appear and you probably aren't able to make them disappear. I mean, I've done tons of therapy and inner work and I can't get rid of my migraines completely. I just use them as sort of a, a messenger from my inner self to tell me what's what I need to do, like slow down. Um, so yeah, it's a permission slip thing. I truly believe that. Like how many of you are waiting on permission to take a break? When you have those days where you don't feel like doing anything, pay attention. It's not just that you're lazy. And don't, um, you know, let yourself get consumed with guilt over it either. So when you feel completely depleted and amotivated and your body is screaming for a rest, what do you do? So here's some ideas. Number one, do as little as possible. If you're able to call in sick to work, this is the time to do it. If you will get fired, if you don't go to work, then go but treat yourself like a kind grandmother would treat you. Take a break for tea, um, order in some chicken noodle soup from Panera. Do what my friend does. She, on her days like this, she will allow herself to wear her most comfortable tennis shoes, even though she wears like dress business casual clothes. Um, number two, go outdoors at lunch or on a break. Sit in your car if you have to, if it's really cold. Take time to check in, like close your eyes, ask yourself what you need. We have a cat, Tigger, and he does this. He will find the patch of sunshine. Um, my kids showed, showed me a video on YouTube of somebody who put a time-lapse camera on their two cats in their den, and there was a, a patch of sunshine, and the cats followed the patch of light coming in through the windows as it crept across the floor, you know, as the, as the hours ticked by that patch of sun moved and the cats moved with it. So take a cue from the cats, get some sun. You're allowed to, this is your permission slip. You don't need to get out there and do yard work. You need to just sit out there. Or if it's, you live in Chicago, buy a lamp for seasonal affective disorder and sit under it. Climb back into bed if you need to. I did this yesterday. Um, and then, you know, of course, I feel guilty. So I make the bed up so my husband doesn't know that I climbed back into bed. But don't don't do that. Just lay in bed. You don't have to ask anybody for permission. You don't have to fluff the pillows as if you didn't do it. Um, number that was number three. Number four, don't add on any extras like do not run by the grocery store. I know y'all are doing this on your way home. You're thinking, I'll just run in and grab whatever. 
don't do that. Order supper in. If you're having one of those days where your body is telling you you need to rest or let the kids eat cereal, they're going to be fine. Number four, let your family know you're having a low day and that you are taking it easy. We teach our kids that it's not okay to slow down because they're watching ourselves, they're watching us run ourselves ragged and learning that that is what you do. You just push through it. You don't want your kids to be thinking that. You also don't want to miss in school every other day. But if you really have a day where you're like not, um, not working at your best and you need to rest, let them see that. Let them know that. Number five, number whatever, six, I think. Don't beat yourself up. Yes, you have a ton to do. And yes, taking time to rest might work, might result in more work tomorrow. But today, your body is begging you to take it easy. This is your permission slip. Write it out if you have to. I've written it out for patients on a prescription pad. Like you have got to take time to rest. That's when your body does its repair work. Um, if you don't rest, your body's not able to repair. If you are constantly going and pushing your body, even with like I do HIIT workouts, some days my body does not want to do a HIIT workout. And if I just push it, push it, push it, it's, it's not going to serve me. All right, last one. Notice how it feels to listen to your essential self. Close your eyes, bring awareness to whatever part of your body that hurts or is the most exhausted. And just think about what would happen if you were gentle with yourself and you just asked yourself what you need. All right, so after you do all this and, and allow yourself a whole day, a whole day to wallow, not shower, not brush your hair if you don't want to. Um, and then the next day, you know, plan on, like go ahead and think about it as long as you're not sick. Plan on getting up, wash your hair, fix yourself something relatively healthy to eat, go on a walk, put on real clothes, but allow yourself that time. If you are feeling completely depleted, just allow yourself that time to rest. I'm talking to you ladies. Men are pretty good. My husband is good about laying on the sofa if he's tired or just, I don't know, he'll have these days periodically and I probably do judge him but we are so not good at doing this. So today is your permission slip. Do it. Not today, if you feel okay, but the next time you feel like crap, just take a break. Thank y'all for listening. It was so much fun talking to you today. All right, if you are ready to make some major changes in your life, if you're at the point where you are sick and tired of feeling stuck and directionless and you really don't know what to do next or where to go, maybe it's time we had a little chat. So I have it set up on my website. You can schedule a free 30-minute discovery call and we'll sit down and decide if we're a good fit. Maybe you'd prefer group coaching. Maybe you need one-on-one -on -one coaching or maybe you just want to talk and, and say hello. So go on over to my website. It's coachhopecook.com. That's H-O-P-E-C-O-O-K.com and schedule the free discovery call. And I can't wait to talk to you. So See you next week, and hopefully I'll talk to some of you before that. <music>